0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. Well, you know the drill. This is AutoLine Daily for Tuesday, the 12th of April, 2011. Spring is in the air, and so is the latest news from the Global Auto Beat. I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV Local 4 News in Detroit, filling in for my friend John McElroy. We've got a lot of great stories to get through today, so let's get started. First up, after facing pressure from the French government over its involvement in a botched espionage case, Renault announced a number of resignations yesterday. Patrick Pallotta, the chief operating officer, of the company was the most senior executive to quit. However, Pallada will get another job within the Renault-Nissan Alliance. CEO Carlos Gon, who escaped punishment, says that Pallada's skills are invaluable and are an asset to the group. Companies also announced it came to an agreement with the three wrongly fired employees, but no details were released. Seems like there is a new recall announced almost every day in the US, but over in India, forming a recall policy is not a top priority. According to MSN, the Society of Indian Automobile Manufacturers and the government say that they are more focused on forming safety, fuel efficiency and quality rules. Yet despite not having a policy, a number of recalls have been issued by the automakers in that country, highlighting the need for one, and also the president of the SIAM says that even though a recall policy is not in the works, he predicts that the country will have one someday. Daimler and Bosch announced that they're going to team up to produce electric motors. The AFP reports that they'll be used in Mercedes and smart cars. Production starts next year at two plants in Germany. Fiat is meeting its goals for Chrysler. The Wall Street Journal reports the Italian automaker just met two U.S. government mandated requirements regarding the partnership. This automatically boosted its stake in the company from 25 to 30 percent. Fiat had to help Chrysler boost its revenue from markets outside North America by one and a half billion dollars. The other company goal helped the company sell vehicles through 90 percent of its dealers in Brazil and Europe. Last week, GM teased the upcoming 2013 Chevy Malibu. All we got to see was a little sliver of its taillight. But the wait for that new midsize sedan just got a little bit shorter now. The Detroit News reports that the automaker is speeding up its introduction. It's now expected to go on sale early next year, several months ahead of schedule. Rain is one way to ruin a parade, but apparently so is fire. According to NBC News out of Washington, D.C., a Dodge Durango was towing a float through the city when smoke erupted from its engine compartment. A guy named Eddie Finley, who was in the crowd, shot some video of the conflagration and posted it on the web. Luckily, no one was hurt, and fire extinguishers quickly put out the blaze. After a 15-minute delay, the Cherry Blossom parade continued. No word yet on what caused that fire. Shockingly, in related Chrysler news, China has suspended sales of the Jeep Wrangler over a potential fire hazard. CarNewsChina.com reports investigators are blaming the truck's automatic transmission for the apparent issue. And here I thought that China had no safety regulations at all. In some happier news, the Wrangler is slated to get the company's excellent new Pentastar V6 for the 2012 model year. According to Ward's production, is scheduled to start on July 18th. This should give the off-rotor a huge boost in performance and that all-important fuel economy. Well, after a break, a few of my thoughts on Chrysler. Stick around. Reducing exhaust emissions. airified diesel particulate filters. High filtration. Low back pressure. Small package size, excellent durability. DowRFI.com. And finally, a few thoughts about Chrysler. It was this time last year that John was kind enough to ask me to sit in for him, and I said that the company was in such bad shape, and Sergio Marchionne's bold management style was such a shocking change that one of two things would happen: either spectacular success or spectacular failure. Well, we here in Metro Detroit have become all too well acquainted with spectacular failure, and so the notion of that kind of success is a little frightening to contemplate. And yet, by all outward appearances, it is what we're looking at in Auburn Hills. Unlike Chrysler's two previous owners, Sergio Marconi is what he appears to be, a very smart, shrewd and tireless leader dedicated to rebuilding Chrysler into a legitimate contender. When he first arrived, I asked him why we should believe that he would be the one to remake and rebuild Chrysler into a competitor again, and he said, well, it was because he had done the same thing at Fiat. Wasn't exactly awe-inspiring at the time. But now, nearly two years after the bankruptcy, I can say that what he's accomplished is nothing short of remarkable. I had a chance to drive a Chrysler 200 recently. This is the car that Eminem drove in the now-legendary Super Bowl commercial. If all Marchionni had done was keep Chrysler alive long enough to make a commercial mentioned in the same breath with the Apple 1984 Super Bowl ad, you might say that he'd accomplished more than Daimler and Cerberus ever did with Chrysler. But in the auto industry, we all know it's about the product. That remade Sebring had a very nicely upgraded interior, and it drove a far cry better than the one that came or became the laughing stock of the entire industry. Then look at the execution of the Jeep Grand Cherokee and you begin to believe Chrysler does have a f- bright future. Now Marconi is steering toward an IPO fairly soon, wanting to make certain that Fion gets, Fiat gets majority ownership stake in advance. The markets are starting to circle this deal like they did at GM's IPO and they smell a bit of a profit here. All of a sudden, we have a legitimate car company in Auburn Hills again. Marchione succeeds, and so does Metro Detroit. That's a surprisingly spectacular success that we could have only have dreamt about two years ago, and one we here are especially grateful to see. Hey, with that, we can wrap things up for today. Again, I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV Local 4 News in Detroit. If you're in town, please check us out. As always, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow.